today's episode of Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle, is brought to you by a friend at Kiana Clothing of California. Whether you are a fashion enthusiast, a performing artist such as myself, or you're simply looking to improve your current wardrobe, Kiana has a great selection of trendy plus size clothing for you to shop and find styles you will love. Go to Kiana.com, use promo code Brie Cooper at checkout, and get 25% off purchases of $150 or more. I have a very special guest today. Her name is Miss Randy Shane. She is a dear friend of mine. We've worked together before. She is an amazing, amazing uh, relationship expert. So I'm going to read a little bit about her. And, um, you know, she's such a humble person, so she won't tell you herself. So I'll have to share this with you. She's a graduate of Northwestern University and has a long history in exploring emotion, expression, relationship change from first through the lens of theater and music and dance, and then as a personal trainer and life coach, and now in her true passion as a developing marriage and family therapist. Through each of these endeavors, a desire to understand and be understood as well as an investment in the well-being of others has made her an invaluable partner for growth and change. I would like you to welcome Miss Randy Shane Tolleston. Randy? Hi, Bridget. Thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm really proud of you and everything that you've been doing, not only as a performing artist, but also in the outside world as a therapist. So, you know what, for me, I realized, like, this month is February. Of course, it's the month of love, but it's also it also reminds me of relationships. And as a performing artist, which this is kind of what this show was more about to help those of us who are performing artists and lifestyle choices and just being better so that we can mm-hmm. bring our A-game to whatever we do um, in our lives as far as performing. To me, it almost made perfect sense. And in acting and theater and dance and everything is based on the relationship between people. So for mm-hmm. me, it made perfect sense that you transitioned into doing counseling. But what was that like for you? Like what made you decide that, you know what, I really want to explore doing more counseling? You know, I'd explored it a little bit in college uh, at Northwestern. It's a school that allows you to invest in your theater training while also, you know, taking a liberal arts education. So I took some courses there in psychology, and I was really turned off by early psychology classes that kind of look at the human condition from from a purely pathological perspective. And I was not inspired, and I put it away and I kind of didn't look at it again until uh, I was in a position I was, you know, hitting one of those casting walls that I'm sure everyone who's listening has experienced at one point or another where things kind of drop off for a minute and you think, okay, well, how can I do my life better so that I can do my theater better? Mm -hmm. And I was looking at a lot of different options. When I found marriage and family therapy, and discovered that there was a way to approach human motivation, human growth, human relationships in a way that doesn't pathologize our normal, natural human responses to things. I got really excited about that and decided I wanted to go ahead and focus on that. And so I am counseling 
to uh, to couples in the New York City area. But I have a question for you. Do you think that there is a huge difference between the, the way you would provide your coaching, counseling services to someone who is a performing artist versus someone who is basically, you know, what I call a normal person, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I feel like normal. it's performing. <laughs> you know, I really think the older I get and the more experienced I get, I really think that, being a performing artist, anyone who has even ever dared commit yeah. to it for however long or however short, I'm telling you, it's like a world like no other. I mean, people just don't brand. understand it unless. Yeah. Yes. So I always feel like normal people versus us. <laughs> but do you it's feel like enough. the relationships are more complex well, with performing I think, artists? I think it's a, a, val- a um, valid question. I think that the world that, that performers and artists live in is kind of in some ways really inherently counterproductive to nurturing healthy relationships. And so we're mm-hmm. swimming upstream against that, against the kind of lifestyle of theater and performance and art. And then I think on top of that, that like you said, we're a special brand of person and we come to relationships with our own unique strengths for sure, strengths for sure, and challenges, obviously. Uh, and then you throw those people into the environment and lifestyle of theater and, and, and traveling and in uncertainty and kind of the way we relate to people intimately and cast and how, I mean, it's just... There's definitely a unique set of challenges there, no question. And I think um, theater people want to feel understood if they're going to go in and present their challenges to uh, to a helping professional. They want to feel like that person does understand. Does it change my approach? No, because I have a model that I work with that I believe in that I that I really think works for everyone. But does it change the conversation? Does it require certain sensitivities? Absolutely. Does it also require an ability to focus in on what makes theater people and artists so special, their unique connection to their bodies, to their emotional state, and to use that as a way of healing relationships and to, and to call it what it is, which is a huge strength in relationship? Um, yeah, I think those are all really important factors in being an effective therapist to this population. What, you're, what you offer is so unique because I've always felt like um, – especially for performing artists, that maintaining a relationship is often very difficult for us. One, Mm -hmm. because we're on the road a lot. What are some of the things that you can offer our listeners and how they can kind of help nurture those relationships if they're single, you know, what they can do for themselves? to build a better relationship with them with themselves so that they can, you know, if they find a potential partner at some point, that they can be at their best. Also, if they're in a relationship, what, what are some proactive tools and strategies that we can use when we're on tour, when we're away from our loved ones? What, what, how, right. do you, how do you... Um, how do you nurture that? Well, I think the most important thing is, and I know it's a cliche to say um, communication, and I don't really believe that that actually is the issue. I think that the main issue yeah. in relationships is emotional safety. And what happens when you are away apart a lot, and especially when you're bonding with cast members and, and you know, theater people and dancers, and we're very physically uh, affectionate, we're very intimate with the people that we, we are um, working with, when you're away from your loved ones and you're having those relationships on the road, that is an automatic threat to emotional safety. Um, and so it takes special care to make sure 
that you are constantly nurturing a sense of safety for your partner. And that means being able to talk about what you both need in order to feel safe in the relationship and to, to try and remain non-defensive towards those needs and meet them as best you can. And so it's more than communication. It's about creating that emotional safety environment where, you, where your partner feels like they can say to you, I'm feeling unsafe right now because of the lack of communication. We're not talking enough or when I hear what you're, how, how close you're getting with certain members of the cast, to be able to talk about that openly in a non-defensive way and come up with strategies together to make sure that each of you is being taken care of and feels connected and feels respected. What can you offer a performing artist who literally have to learn how to separate personal from business and I guess that goes for everyone out there because we all go through things especially in our relationships and then you have to you know get up go to work the next day or you're going through a divorce or you're going through whatever you know what I mean how what are some positive things that we can do just as humans to to separate you know what we go through in our personal lives and to continue to build positive relations right yeah you know it's hard because performers are doing what they love it's a passion it's not just a job and to pretend otherwise is to ignore the reality of why people are doing what they're doing the sacrifices they make to do it i mean you have to love it and you have to love lots of aspects of it you know you have to buy into not just the performance but all the stuff around it and so i don't want to pretend like oh, it's just a job. At the same time, the truth is it is your job and you have to approach it as a professional and you have to be clear about what your priorities are. Like you're saying, your job is for those moments that you're out there on that stage to connect with that audience and provide them with whatever they need in that moment, whether that's pure entertainment, healing of some sort, escape, whatever it is that they're coming for, that's your mission, right? Yeah. I think it's really important when you're going through personal stuff, whether it's trying to nurture a beginning relationship or deal with relationship problems, to keep a perspective that you're, you're at a job, you have a job to do, you have a mission, and to be very clear about what that mission is and to channel your energies purely into that because it's very easy to get pulled into other things that that make it actually in the end harder for you to do what's important, which is Nurture your most intimate relationships, the most important relationships in your life, and do your job professionally. Am I making sense? That's really great, great advice, and it makes perfect sense. So I'm really, really proud of you, Randy. I'm so glad that you decided to share some time with us. I know you're going to continue to do great work, and we will definitely be talking more often. I wish you all the best. And thank you again for joining us, Randy. We're out of time. Thank you. Thanks, Bridget.